I'm Jane Messinio Lindquist. And I'm Mark Lindquist. And this is Madcap Radio. Hi, Jane. Hi, Mark. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing good. Good. We are gathered here together today to talk about eating stool. (laughs) We have to gather for that? We are gathering. We're gathering. Well, you know, because it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Dogs eating poop. I would... uh... I would agree with that, I guess. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, it, it causes a lot of consternation. Um, there's a multi-million dollar industry. In eating poop? In preventing eating poop. All oh. those additives for the foods and all the behavior modifications. And I'm going to plot spoil it for you. Does that mean I can leave early? Yes, <laughs> if you want Anybody can leave early if they want. But here's what I'm going to tell you. Two things. Number one, stool-eating dogs is a completely normal and natural behavior and might even be indicative of some positive temperament traits. Number one. And number two, the only proven way to stop stool-eating is to pick up the stool. But, you know, as much as stool eating is not a behavioral problem, it is a problem. It's an emotional problem. Well, I didn't know dogs have emotions. Mm -hmm. Well, they do have emotions, but it's not their emotional problems. It's the human's emotional problem. Because people just have this incredible revulsion and i don't blame them it's I was gross say i would uh, right yeah i would agree with that it's gross but so what i want to talk about is some of the evolutionary reasons why we think dogs eat stool and my hope is that you know listen i don't advocate accepting that your dog eats poop or, you know, letting your dog kiss you after he eats poop. But I hope at least it takes away some of the crazy emotion that people have about it. Because, you know, I was reading this study, and we're going to talk a lot more about the study, and they were talking about um, the fact that apparently some dog owners resort to euthanasia or request euthanasia for dogs. Yeah, Seriously? I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Well, because we just have, you know, issues with defecation. I mean, we're very, you know, funny about that, us humans. I would agree. The whole defecation thing. That's why we have uh, bidets. Mm, yeah. Well, There's nothing better than a clean butt, though. Yeah. I mean, you really... Well, dogs don't really have to worry about that because they don't have butt cheeks, so they just go. That's true. And with any luck, there's another dog eating it as it's coming out. Oh, my gosh. I know. Okay. But anyway, listen, here's the thing. 
I'm also going to cut to the chase about what you can do about stool eating in dogs. And none of the food additives work. So this study, and it's a great study. Well, that's um, kind of going out on a limb. No, it's not going out on a limb. You sure about they that? studied it. What if it's, somebody takes you on with this? Take, well, by all means, apropos of our last podcast, which is being wrong, I would be excited if it turned out that there was something, you know, new that they found out about this. But one of the things that they talk about in this study, and I'm going to tell you the name, and I will put it up on the show page, and I hope I can pronounce this, is the paradox of canine conspecific coprophagy. Coprophagy, I guess is how you say it. It's not a word that you, you know, bandy about a lot. (laughs) What's the word mean? It means poop eating. Poop eating. Yeah, and conspecific means the same species. So they're talking about the paradox of canines eating dog canine poop. It's by Benjamin Hart is the lead author on that. So I will put that up. Was the study done through university or was it done? Department of Anatomy... Physiology and Cell Biology School of Veterinary Medicine, University of California, Davis. Wow, great. Yeah. So it's a great study. Um, And, you know, they start the study by saying that it's interesting that it's such a big topic, but there's been almost no research really done on it. So they put together a survey of 2,500 dog owners, and they found that 25% of the dogs eat stool, And so they wanted to test the theory, for instance, that it's a dietary deficiency. Sometimes they'll say dogs eat poop because there's a dietary deficiency, um, that it can be behaviorally modified. They wanted to test whether this, you know, the, the food additives work. So they tested or they had people test and they took a survey on, the top 11 food additive deterrents. And the results were the top performer had a 2% reduction. Top in, performer being the additives? Yeah, I mean. the top performing additive show had a 2% redu- reduction in stool eating. Most of them were zero. Most of them had no effect at all. But yet people keep buying them. And then they they looked at behavior modification. And I'm going to read you the list of things that people tried to do. Chase away from stools. Reward the successful command of leave it alone. Lace stools with pepper. Punish by electronic or sound-emitting collar. And the reported success rate was 1% to 2% except for leave it alone, which was slightly higher at 4%. Now. Wait a minute. So you're telling me mm-hmm. that the electronic shock mm-hmm. was less of a deterrent than the verbal command. That's correct. That's, wow. yeah, so that's, that's a pretty saying. strong mm-hmm. drive for a dog to overcome that and still eat the stool. Right. And the hypothesis of the uh, the researchers is that if, if it is a behavioral 
abnormality as opposed to a natural behavior, mm-hmm. it should be susceptible to behavior modification fairly easily. And it's not, it's really persistent. Now, to be fair, they cited another study where the owners had used citronella collars to deter dogs from eating stool. And in that study, it was 14 dogs as opposed to 2,500 dogs. But in, of those 14 Labrador retrievers, they had an 83% reduction in stool eating by using the citronella collar. However, they did not track long-term results. You know, the thing about punishment is that it works, but you have to keep it up. So maybe a citronella collar or, sh- or saying no or leave it would work, but you would have to be out there every time the dog's anywhere near poop to maintain that nexus between the poop and the So aversive. you might as well just pick it up if you're going to spend that amount well, of time. Well, I mean, that is the only thing that has been shown to work is just clean up the poop. You know, clean it up. But, you know... That kind of, again, then, then that brings us back to the question of, like, why are people so obsessed with trying to stop it? Because I think the problem is that, I mean, you have to stand there anyway and yell at the dog or tell the dog not to eat it or, you know, see the dog so you can hit the shock collar. There are some advantages of it, though. It keeps the yard clean. It keeps the yard clean. It's a closed system. <laughs> yeah. Hermetically sealed. But, you know, the thing is that it's because it's like, the silent scream, you know, you see that poop and it's just like, ah, the dog's eating poop. I mean, it's just such an emotional thing for people. And they want, they don't, it's not enough that the dog doesn't eat the poop. They don't want the dog to want to eat the poop. Well, I think that's more so of what drives most people mm-hmm. is the perceived, dis- you know, disgusting disgusting habit that deviant. the dog would have it's yeah it's just really out of the norm yeah. for humans and it's i just, couldn't empathize with that the, well it is out of the norm for humans and we're going to talk about that we are fundamentally different than dogs i mean our you don't, you don't say well our insides are fundamentally Correct. different we are we have an omnivore's um digestive system so a dog has a very short Uh, digestive system and extremely high stomach acid and there's a lot of it and it's very acid in fact at the point where the dog is digesting food it goes one study said as low as battery acid like that's how acidic they are that's why they can eat carrion they they eat things that have been dead for a week and they just gobble it up and it's like "Mm, delicious aged meat you know roadkill yeah yeah. they just and and they have zero problems with it and in fact probably they're designed to need some of those probiotics that are in there you know so it's not harmful for them and in fact they're designed to eat they're designed to eat this kind of thing. They're designed to eat excrement. They're designed to eat, especially any kind of herbivore excrement. Um, they're in, designed to eat carrion, things that are rotten. So let me guess, you're going to probably go over the design reason why? 
Right. Well, let's just talk about the theories. There's So there's three big theories about why dogs eat poop. Jane, we need to have a commercial break here. Oh, do we need a word from our sponsor? Yes, we do. Mm, and who might that be? That might be puppy culture. It's us. It's us. <laughs> yeah. It's us. <laughs> so I would imagine most people listening probably are familiar with puppy culture, but puppyculture.com, the power. In case you're not. Powerful first 12 weeks that can shape your puppy's future. Yep. And now we have a new venture. Madcap University. Madcapuniversity.com. Why, you may ask, madcapuniversity.com. Why, Mark? Why? Why, Why Mark? Well, because puppy culture is puppy rearing viewed through a behavioral lens, right? We didn't get a lot into the nuts and bolts of husbandry and stuff like that. But people keep asking us about it and they want more. So here we are. We're here here to please. We're here to please. please. and, And we have now started making courses, like real nuts and bolts courses. Like, how do I get that puppy to nurse that won't nurse? Or a course for puppy owners that says, well, how do I set up a pen for my puppy? Like, what material do I use? Like, all that stuff. That's all in Madcap University in different courses. Absolutely. It's great. Right now, it's just me, but we're adding some nose work, some nutrition. There's going to be an amazing cast of luminaries teaching there. (laughs) Yes. So, puppyculture.com. And madcapuniversity.com. So, there's three main schools of thought about why dogs eat stool. The first one is just a, a, a purely functional, mechanical, keeping the den area clean. That if there's any kind of stool around the den area, it can breathe pathogens and, you know, disease. It's dirty. Literally, it's dirty. So they keep it clean. Then there is the um, school of thought that the reason dogs and wild canids eat stool is to prevent the spread of parasites. And it's really fascinating because the one thing that they definitely revealed in the study is that almost 90% of the stool eating only happened with fresh stool, less than two days old. That dogs in general do not eat stool over two days old. And the researchers in the UC Davis study hypothesized that this is because when the dog shed the parasite eggs in their stool, it takes two days for them to reach an infectious state. So anytime before the two days that they eat it, it's not going to infect them. So they can take it away and dispose of it by eating it before it becomes infectious. If they wait longer than two days, after two days, what happens is if they ingest it, it will infect them with the parasites. And if they like rub against it or if it's just in the grass and you know it gets on them because the stool has spread into the grass and it gets on their fur and then they lick their fur they will be infected with the parasite mm. so yeah it's it's kind of interesting it's natural parasite control that could serve a really important function you 
you were saying something. Well, I was just going to talk about how, at least for us as breeders, mm-hmm. we don't have a problem. In fact, we're excited when the bitch will actually clean her puppies. Yeah, exactly. And for some reason, we don't have a problem with that. But mm-hmm. once they, if that same bitch goes out and eats poo, well, it becomes an issue. I've mentioned this before that when I see a bitch go out and eat poop, I'm like, yeah, because I've seen a correlation. And this is just my own observation between bitches that will and will not eat stool and bitches that do and do not want to clean their puppies well. Like Bijou would not touch poop outside ever. I've never seen her eat poop and darn if she would not clean those puppies. It was really an uphill battle. She finally did in the end, but really very half-heartedly. Whereas the ones that, you know, eat poop, they have no problem with cleaning those puppies. I mean, even my males, you know, even our males have cleaned puppies. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Theo's good at that. mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's another, that's another school of thought. Then the third school of thought is that they are colonizing their gut microbiota by eating the stool of the other dogs. So again, you, go, you just have to take it away from, you know, your gut, no, no pun intended, reaction that it's disgusting and it's like the ultimate fermented food to them. I mean, they, they are literally inoculating their gut with whatever's in all the rest of the other dogs. I noticed that uh, they do quite a bit of sniffing prior to uh, sitting down and having their gourmet meal. Oh, do is they? There, is there a reason for that? I well, at least I Theo have... does that, I've noticed. <laughs> he's checking it out. He's checking yeah. to see if it... Who yeah. knows? He's probably, yeah, reading reading all the... the it's like a... It's like a health status bulletin. He's going to read the whole thing and then just dispose of it. Yep. So, you know, the, I think that is an interesting, the, the gut colonization thing is an interesting thing too. And, you know, just by the by, they have used fecal transplants in parvo cases where puppies have parvo and they have found that it helps reduce the amount of time that they have diarrhea. Wow. Right. I, I will put that study up too, because that was interesting. So those are your big three things, you know, kind of schools of thought about the evolutionary reasons why dogs might do that. And I think probably it's all of the above. I mean, I think that it, you know, it's an amazing behavior, actually, that, that really um, serves the dogs well. Well, you know, now you have a different look at it when you uh, see your dog out there eating stool. Right. I mean. Okay, right. I'm not saying that we want to embrace it. You know, we don't. Because the truth is that, yes, we could get sick from a dog that has feces in its mouth licking our face. And, you know, it's distasteful at the very least. So I'm not saying, oh, it's natural. Let them do it. No, just pick it up. You know, pick up the poop. And if you have a lot of dogs, I understand it's a challenge. Um I don't particularly like dogs licking my face for this reason, but you know, it's natural. It's not it's not like there's anything wrong with the dog. And more than anything else, I want people to feel differently about it. Not accept it, but just not be repulsed to the point where it's damaging their 
feelings about the dog because that's common. I mean, people really can feel, have negative feelings about their dog and it can hurt their bond. And I've heard, you know, or have read that people feel it's tremendously driven by behavior. That they think that there's something wrong with their dog. Right. It's constantly eating stool. Mm-hmm. Well, that, and that is really the whole point of this. And that was the point of the UC Davis study that people think it's a deviant behavior, that it's a problem, you know, some kind of compulsive behavior problem. And they went through all the, you know, they surveyed for separation anxiety, excessive barking, aggression, compulsive behaviors. They did not find any correlation between stool eating and any other behavior problem. You know, and another behavioral thing, just, this is a little bit of a sidebar, but super interesting about dogs eating poop, is uh, I, I was watching a Trish McConnell lecture, and she talked about the fact that there's a theory that one of the ways that dogs became domesticated, and now this is going to be really gross, is that when humans started living in an agricultural settlement, like they started settling as opposing to be as opposed to being hunter-gatherers and wandering, you know, what's going to be on the outside of that settlement? Poop. Human poop. And the dogs would come and eat the poop. And there's some people who hypothesized that that could have been really the start of domestication of dogs. Wow. Right. So really (laughs) bond over poop with dogs. So, you know, another thing that people often think with dogs eating stool is that it's a dietary deficiency, that they're lacking something in their diet and they're trying to get it by eating feces. Mm. And this study, again, 2,500 dogs eating all different kinds of diets, zero correlation between what they ate in their diet and stool eating. Meaning to say that their diets were diverse from kibble, excuse me, kibble to fresh, raw, raw cooked, everything, cooked, everything really. in between and no, no correlation. So, you know, that, that check that box off. It's not, wow. it's not a dietary thing. Right. Because that's another thing that you just kind of feel bad. Like, oh, you know, is my dog missing something? They're eating poop. Yeah. But and no. I would, I would, yeah, I would absolutely. I would think that what am I doing wrong? The only correlations they found, which this is pretty interesting, well, the first one is greedy eating, you know, gulping their food, really stabbing at and gulping their food. Not resource guarding, though, just greedy eating. No no correlation with resource guarding, only greedy eating, um, which is maybe not surprising, I, I guess, you know. Humans do it. Well, I'm saying, like, the dogs were just were voracious eaters, and they would well, there are other dogs around that they were afraid that the other dogs. I don't know the answer that. to that. Gotcha. I mean, obviously, there was a correlation to multiple dogs in the household. That makes sense because they have more opportunity to. But it also kind of points to it being a little bit more of a pack behavior because if there's more dogs, they're kind of you know passing around their gut biome, keeping their pack clean. You know, it's that actually stands to reason that 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 would go more towards an evolutionary 
reason. So oh. a dog that has parasites or a dog mm-hmm. that is sick mm-hmm. and defecates and then another dog eats it, is there a chance that the dog that's eating the stool could get any of yeah, those that's, diseases? That's a good question. Um, you know, the study actually broke it down into some detail about the kinds of parasites and pathogens that are found in stool and the infectiousness of it, you know, over time. So I, you know, rather than giving a recitation of all that, I would leave it to people, you know, if well, they're really interested. Well, as a summary, is there, is there any health benefits for the eater? Oh, you mean kind of like homeopathic? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. you know, is there benefits to it or are there... Don't know it, about that. Yeah. yeah. It's it really, again, it really hasn't been studied that much. But they did find a correlation, and this is interesting, in uh, uh, between certain breeds, Shelties. Shelties way overrepresented. Whereas 25% of the overall population of dogs eat stool, 41% of Shelties do it. Mm. Now, and then here's the kicker. Poodles, they combine standard, miniature, and toy. Not one poodle, not one, ate stool. How many, how many poodles? I don't do you know. know? Um, uh, I wonder if I could, uh, I don't know how many. I want a poodle. I wonder if I want a poodle. 29 poodles. And not one. Not one. 27 Shelties, 41% of them. Wow. Yeah. Pretty crazy. It'd be great to hear some feedback from the Sheltie people to find out. If that's a thing. If it's a thing, or yeah. maybe they and can the shed poodle light. people, I'd and like to hear the if, people, if there's yeah. a poodle person. Well, I guess you know. I guess again, it points to the fact that it, it's some sort of innate genetic behavior that maybe we've bred out of some breeds or not. You know, but um, it's it's there. It's there. Yeah. But it's not behavioral. No, it's not a behavioral abnormality. It is behavioral, like they do it, (laughs) but it's normal dog behavior. Healthy dog behavior, as a matter of fact. And they have not looked to say that there is situations that by them eating that could make them sick, which would be, which probably everybody would think would be an issue. Right. No, but no. And for all those reasons that we talked about with the whole way that the dog, dog's intestine and digestive yeah, system, yeah. you know, but it's so interesting because I was having a conversation with somebody and we were talking about food and she said, you know, I used to really worry about what I fed my dog. And I mean, this is a prominent, you know, well-respected, intelligent person. She said, you know, I used to really worry about what I fed my dog. And then, you know, I just noticed my dog, th- that dogs will eat, they'll eat roadkill they'll eat any kind of they'll eat poop i mean so that you know i can just feed them the cheapest kibble and you know corn it doesn't matter they they eat they eat dog poop you know they eat deer poop they can eat this and i said well you know i mean that's just a very like species centric view because to you deer poop is pure garbage but to a dog it's a delicacy it's good for them it's inoculating them with whatever was in the deer's stomach they're getting all the 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 vegetables pre-digested which dogs don't have 
the saliva to digest the vegetables, to break down the cellulose. They don't have their, their intestines are too fast and efficient to, to eat vegetables. So they are basically letting the deer do all the work with, you know, chew it up, digest it. They're letting the herbivore do the work for them of eating. I mean, this is great food to them. So, you know, we tend to be very, um, you know, like species centric, like we can only see it through our own lens. And that, that can be, first of all, damage emotionally how we feel about our dogs because we perceive it as gross. And number two, you know, ultimately make bad choices for our dogs based on our prejudices. So uh, is the uh, eating of stool go across all um, with dogs across other animals? Like, will they eat a week old uh, deer? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, they didn't study that. Um, Again, you know, in my experience and having had dogs and horses most of my life, yeah, it would be mostly fresh horse manure. They're not going to go over to the manure. I've never in my entire life seen a dog go to the manure pile and, you know, dig down (laughs) into it and start eating rotten manure. I mean, they're always after the fresh droppings. After the fresh stuff. The fresh droppings, yeah. But again, that's just anecdotal, my my experience. Wow. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. Yeah. I have a different look at uh, when they go out in the morning and eat poo now. Mm -hmm. I will have to reevaluate. You're going to have to put on your rubber boots and get out there and pick it Make up that pick it up yeah <laughs> well hey i mean since it's good for them yeah let's let them va- do the vacuuming for yeah. me why not why not we'll buy five or six shelties there you go i can rent them some shelties have them come over once a week <laughs> yeah that no they'd have to come over every two days every other day that's true we'll just invite them over have. yeah wow yeah well very interesting uh, subject that you brought up i have no idea what you know, made you decide out of all the topics of everything that we've discussed that you wanted to talk about dogs eating poop. Did something happen? Did you... You know, uh, I, I found the study and I I just was like, wow, it's something that has sort of always been been there in the back of my mind as like, oh, an annoyance, an annoying sort of problem that I couldn't solve. And I didn't have a solution. And I think the thing that resonates for me about this topic is how in puppy culture, again and again, I'm faced with the concept of just let's not try and solve problems that don't need to be solved. If it's developmental or natural, you know, let's just not call it a problem and make a big deal out of it. Let's just, you know, work around it, manage it, and either wait for the animal to grow out of it or or manage it. And this is a perfect example of that. Something that is perceived as a problem, which, you know, guess what? You don't really have to solve it. You can't solve it. Well, it's nice to know. I mean, right. it makes it uh, liberating when you look at it again. There's some benefit to it, which makes it uh, makes it view you view it very differently now. At least for me, it doesn't leave a bad taste in your mouth. Oh, that touch! <laughs> however, they do that. Well, I'd have to say it's a pretty interesting conversation. All right, not a dinner topic. No, nope. I wouldn't think. Well, 
if you're a dog. That's true. It's dinner. It was good talking to you, Jane. Good talking to you. All right.